Hi, everybody. Matt, alcoholic. Uh, I said 26, but it's 25. I got sober in January 13th of 97. And um, I, was, I was a kid. Um, I was 20, so I've never even drank legally. And um, had a lot of growing up to do. In hindsight, you know, there was a lot of growing up to do. Um, I had uh, a newborn daughter um, coming into recovery. And uh, I had a lot of baggage from my past that I held on to um, that gave me fuel to stay using. And um, I, uh, I, I had a rough upbringing. I know there's a lot of people that have had it a lot worse than I have. Um, but my my stepdad used to beat the hell out of us. And um, my biological dad had been in prison many times. Um, and we were really poor and um, moved around a few times. Um, uh, my stepdad had us move right after my older sister went into foster care. She was uh, 14 and I was 11. And uh, there's, I have, I have 13 siblings and uh, follow, you, you probably, maybe some of you can follow this. My mom and dad had two kids. My dad got remarried and had three more. My mom got remarried and had four more. Then I went into foster care and there's four more. Or, how, or however many, I lose count of it sometimes, but 13 total. And um, all nine of my biological siblings went into foster care and we all grew up in separate homes so i'm closer with my foster siblings than i am my biological siblings because um, i spent more time with them in my teenage years i uh so i had all of that um, that i would use um, to get out of trouble I, I never got sent to juvie or anything like that but i certainly could have um, but i i I did seem to talk myself out of getting in trouble a bunch of times. So into recovery, um, full of fear, uh, fear of fear of the unknown, fear of anything positive, fear of anything changing. I'm just scared. Just lived lived every day, just scared, and. Uh, um, when I was uh, when I when I was new, I had a, lot, a really good fellowship. So they just drug me around and took me everywhere, and, and really just held my hand through the first few years of my recovery. And um, I had a job that I worked with a couple of people in AA, um, lived with a couple of people in AA. My uh, at, at ten years sober um, or five years sober, I was engaged. Um, and she's in AA. My wife now is in AA, and uh, so everything around me was was recovery related, um, but I skipped a bunch of things in my in in this in the step work, and they really revolved around God. And at five years sober, I was um, still feeling hopeless, lonely, and I was going to meetings that. At the time, NPG was at the Tupperware building over here, and we had 200 people a week there, 
and and I was one of the original people, but I I felt lonely all the time, and I held myself back from from feeling connected, from doing doing the 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 step work that would set me free. And uh, uh, at five years sober, between five and ten years sober, it really started to dawn on me that that I needed to change some things. And that's when I started um, a relationship with God. Um, and I, I didn't have to change a whole lot of things because I had sponsees. I was meeting with my sponsor. I had relationships with, with other people that were sponsored around me. Um, there was a lot of recovery that was healthy. But I just wasn't, um, wasn't doing, doing the, uh, the portion that would work on my character defects. And so really the, the root of all of my, the majority of my character defects were fear. And, um, and then as I did more digging, I found out that that was really closely tied to ego. And my ego wasn't, my ego always kicked my ass, but it wasn't the, the kind of self-talk that was like, I'm, I'm better than this. I don't need to do this because I've got this handled. It was more like, I don't want to be a bother to people, so I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to go over there and do that uh, because I'm going to be a burden. Um, and, it, and it kept me, uh, it kept me within arm's reach, so to speak. Um, like I, I built this, uh, the, uh, I built this wall to protect myself, character defects. Um, I, that I was comfortable with. I kept them close to me. And uh, uh, the, the protections that I, I would use to hold people back, um, at, at some point they become where they hold me in. It's no longer holding people back. It's holding me in. And um, I... I I started working on my relationship with God, started um, trying to work on my ego, and I had to let go of some of my character defects uh, in order to be free of, of, the, of the walls that I was putting up in front of people. I had to get rid of that if I was going to get any better. Um, I feel a bit scattered today. I apologize about that. The, the the biggest fear as I as I came into my own in recovery was um, not repeating what my dad had done, not repeating what my stepdad had done, and um, and I had this major res resentment against my mother because she couldn't keep us safe, um, but she she. Um, my mom had a, a bad accident when she was a toddler and she inhaled a peanut and it blocked one of her lungs. And so she was unconscious for an hour and a half while they got her to the hospital from the farm. And so she, overnight she was a different person. So she married two, two men that were attracted to that kind of personality. And um, when us kids got to third, fourth grade, she was no longer able to help us with any schoolwork and stuff. So um it just that that part i think is is pretty unique to 
to my situation. Uh, but I, I just had I held on to this resentment for her for a long, long time. And um, I always felt like I, I was like I couldn't control uh, my outcome. I was waiting for someday, somehow, someone's going to say something, do something to me, and my reaction is going to be that I turn into my dad and I become this kind of maniac and I'll end up in prison. It's like someone could flip a light switch and then I'd become somebody different. I just had this fear, just held on to it that I had no, no control over. And although that fear still resides somewhere in the back of my head, I know that it's bullshit. Mm. But it still sits there. It's an, it's an illegitimate fear. And not all, not all fears need to go away, but that one needs to be dealt with. And there, there's several, a bunch of other fears that I need to deal with it that, uh, that should not carry any weight with my day-to-day, but they do. Um, and I, I wouldn't have been able to come to terms with any of that if it wasn't for um, the step work, um, believing that I have the ability to turn over portions of my life to something more powerful than myself, um, having the desire to deal with the character defects that are holding me back, um, being willing to ask somebody to help me do that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm skipping a few steps in there, but that, you know, that those are the ones that really trip me up. And in, in the big book, it says that step six is the, the step that separates the men from the boys. It's the one that most people get drunk over. And step six is pretty simple. And that's making a decision that I want to turn over my character defects. Step seven is asking somebody, asking for it, asking God to help me. But step six is actually making that decision, and that trips up a lot, a lot of people. Um, I, I have certainly learned that I don't have to be drinking and using to feel like a pile of shit every day, because I can do that in recovery. I can do that. I can do that um, tomorrow. Uh, and and there, there are times where I wake up and I don't feel comfortable with who's looking back at me in the mirror. Um, still today, I have head garbage that's just bouncing around in there, and it's just talking me down. So I, what what's required of me every day uh, is to um, have some type of communication with a higher power. Um, I have communication daily with somebody in AA, and that has become pretty simple for me because most of my life is surrounded by that. You know, all of my close friends are in AA, so it, it makes it pretty straightforward. Um, but I've gained a lot from from AA. Uh, twenty years or a little over twenty years ago, I started working for a phone company and uh, here in town called Seven O Two. And I was working for two guys in AA, and there was two or three other people in AA that worked there. And um, I learned a bunch of stuff about phone companies. And um, I had wrote a white paper about some testing stuff. And then I got a job with a manufacturer. And then I got a job for that company as a salesperson. So I was a sales engineer and then a salesperson. And I've been 
in sales around that industry now for 20 years. And um, I wouldn't have that if it wasn't for AA. And before, before I started that job, I had been fired from 25 jobs, 30 jobs at, at 20 years old, 22 years old. There was times where I had six W-2s for taxes in one year. I just couldn't, couldn't keep things straight. Um, in, in hindsight, it was all these fears that had nothing to do with work, but they were fears that were holding me back. Uh, so, so I got this career today and, um, I travel quite a bit. It's, um, my career has taken me, uh, internationally sometimes. So that's been pretty cool. Um, uh, but the, the biggest thing that I've gained from my time in AA and my fears specifically is um, the relationship that I have with my kids. I have, um, I have a daughter who's 24. Uh, I have a, an unofficially adopted daughter who's 32, came to move in, moved in first when she was 16. She's in recovery. And then my wife and I have three boys who are 12, 13, and 18. And um, I, most of the time, I feel pretty damn good about my relationship with my kids. Uh, my youngest, um, for sure, he, if I could be half the man that that kid sees when, he, when I walk in the door, I'd, I'd be all right. He, he, uh, he gives me a lot of attention. But I, I know that my kids aren't afraid of me. They're not afraid to show uh, emotions in front of me. They've seen they've seen me be upset. They've seen me cry. They've seen me apologize when I've screwed up with them. Um, so it's it's uh, <clears throat> the the one of the like the big driver has always been that I'm going to end the cycle of abuse. It's not going to get passed on past me. I, it ends with me, and um, my. My kids don't have that kind of fear with me. It, it, AA has helped me do that. And, and recovery has made that possible. Mm -hmm.